stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Should I start recording you, Jen? Nice. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I made an argument with the podcast. I don't know why we have to talk about this every time we start the podcast, but <laughs> I uh, I had a bit argument with the podcast that I guested on earlier this week because they went on three instead of what? on go, right? That's crazy. That's insane. I feel like there's a big division there, and I was saying that podcasting is possibly like the least dangerous application of that but like when I was working in the trades in the summer um it was it's like a huge issue if you can't agree on when to go yeah like my coworker would always get really excited when we were picking up something heavy together <laughs> oh my God. and she would go way before me and then tr- basically try to pick up the whole thing by herself Stupid. I know. Just really stupid. Or what if you're, like, using a nail gun, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or really anything like that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. The setup today is that I have three beverages in front of me, and I think it's a probably disgusting combination. Okay. Was- is your coffee one of the beverages? Yes. Okay. And you probably have, what, like, a protein shake? No, although that would be a distressing option. True. Um, My life is that I drink a distressing protein shake every day. I used to drink a good protein shake every day, but now I'm too lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're just gross. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, maybe you have another hot drink? No. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Okay, I have a half decaf coffee with cream. Okay. A grapefruit bubbly. Mm-hmm. And a tall glass of 2% milk. Ew, okay, that's bad. <laughs> also, the fact that it's a grapefruit bubbly is worse somehow. Yeah, because I think the citrus milk combination is, like, especially insidious. It's very Orange Julius of you. The thing is that, uh, like, it's not like I'm gonna put milk and grapefruit bubbly in my mouth and, like, swirl it around or anything. You could. I'm just kind of half haphazardly drinking all three of them because I, I need to get, I need to get hydrated. I need to get caffeinated. And I was just drinking a glass of milk with my toast and didn't finish it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like milk. <laughs> I'm drinking just a coffee, um, and that's all I've had today. And my mood tracking app was like, have you reached your goal of drinking water yet today? And I was like, ask later. (laughs) I listened to a podcast recently where they said that, like, the marker for hydration is that your pee should always be relatively clear, and it should be clear every day before noon. And I was like... Mm. Okay. <laughs> I feel like no matter how much water I drink, I end up just peeing more, but it's still not clear. Well, my shit gets clear, but not a, not before noon. No. Men men never drink liquids. That's not true. Have you ever thought about that? That's true. It, unless it's yeah, like soda. They drink like gaming beverages. Like they'll crush a monster like yeah. at work or like while they're doing a game. And I think sometimes they drink with meals. But I feel like men don't drink beverages unless they have sometimes. an effect. You know? Like alcoholic or caffeinated yeah, beverages. Yeah, that's real. That to them, exactly. water does not have, have an effect. Taste. It doesn't have an effect. Never mind, you know, being, being thirsty. Whatever. <laughs> 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 They don't, I don't know, I think it's like how women don't have hunger signals, men don't have thirst signals. That is so insidious because everyone already knows that men shit weird. Can we think yeah. about how much better that would be if they just drank? I mean, we already know they, we already know Literally. they also like don't really eat fiber, or most of them don't. And like, most of them are lactose intolerant and they just continue to consume dairy. Most of them are lactose intolerant and ignore it and like eat a lot of foods that have like... I 
I think eating foods that are high in fat is totally fine for the record, but I think it's a it's a recipe for turning your intestines into a slip and yeah. slide if you're not also eating fiber and drinking water. I think that um, IBS is considered a women's illness because men just like don't advocate for themselves. Like women will be like, I'm shitting really weird. And doctors will be like, here are some things that you can do to fix that. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, men will not take lifestyle, will not make lifestyle changes, and this is, like, literally documented in, like, the medical literature. <laughs> you know, like, so it's like you can't have a lifestyle recommend, uh, lifestyle change recommended to you if you never admit that you okay, have a true. problem. Also, if you've been eating like shit and shitting weird for your entire life, I guess why would you know you have a problem but I've definitely dated guys where I've had to be like it's not normal to spend three hours a day shitting that's insane <laughs> I know like bro stop eating ice cream put the Ben down. down it's true though men don't do lifestyle changes my grandfather had a stroke and the doctor he was like oh yeah. what can I do to not have another stroke and his doctor was like literally stop smoking and he was like oh okay and then he went back for a follow-up appointment six weeks later, and they were like, did you stop smoking yet? And he was like, oh, I should have stopped by now. And they were like, it's been six weeks. They're like, yeah, not like in general, Like, bro. literally like today, today, like, do, do not smoke anymore. <laughs> I think women are, it depends on what lifestyle change it is, though. You know, if you're like, um, if the lifestyle change is like, eat healthier quote-unquote whatever eat more whole foods or something avoid these foods or whatever women are like sure but then they're back to their mind they're like this is gonna make me skinny as fuck yeah but i feel like men are more likely to start working out (laughs) yeah but if they were like definitely but if they were like um you need to like eat more and get more sleep I feel like women would be like, ah. I'm good. <laughs> Actually, everyone's really shitty when the lifestyle recommendation is down. Oh my god, yeah. For some reason. People just don't really like rage against the fact that they have to sleep. Yeah, what's up with that? I love Anyways, sleeping. All this to say, I'm oh fuck, dude. Me too. I need as much sleep as like a newborn baby, and I think it's because I like well, I mean, I have ADHD, but I just go fucking hard during the day. <laughs> no, <laughs> I slept until like one thirty yesterday. I was like, okay. Mm. Sometimes that's okay. Yeah. I just like I was saying this to you the other day, but it's like it doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. I'm waking up eight or nine hours later. Oh yeah. Like, which is why like I have to go to bed early when I have a regular job. Yeah, because or I'll I'll just die. It's not <laughs> like, gonna work. Like you can't. I, I was cutting it to like seven and a half ish sometimes when I was like when I had to get up at like five thirty for work. Well, yeah, you can't go to bed at seven p.m. I know going to bed before like nine is just inhumane. Um, but it was it was really really hard on me i was also like doing a lot more stimulants doing stimulants and drinking a lot more rock stars <laughs> doing stimulants <laughs> <laughs> doing legal death station beverages <laughs> that reminds me of one of my old managers was like addicted to rockstar because she has this thing where she's afraid of hot liquids so she never got into drinking coffee she just got into drinking energy drinks in university Okay. So she was like addicted to Rockstar and then she got engaged and she was like, I need to lose weight before my wedding. And I was like, oh, and she was like, I'm going to quit energy drinks. And I was like, well, that sounds like a really effective way of losing weight because energy drinks are like, yeah. Anyways. Calorically dense. Calorically dense. Yeah. And she was drinking like two or three of them a day because she doesn't drink coffee. So she would crush like three Rockstars every morning. I don't want to enable her, but like I, I was never drinking energy drinks that had calories in them no i know <laughs> like, she was drinking the a, like that is the option. non-sugar-free rock star right like i was like okay you could just drink sugar-free rock star but whatever yeah Not my business if, if anyone ever has to lose weight or gain weight one of the easiest things you can do is either start or stop drinking beverages that have calories yeah but she like, just switched to diet coke instead 
Okay. So then she was just constantly crushing Diet Coke. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I totally identify with what she's going through. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, go off. It's and so then after her wedding, she just started drinking Rockstar again. I was like, okay, queen. <laughs> did she fit the dress? Yeah. She did it? Okay. Yeah. After her. I, it always shocks me. This is, this is the sign of someone who hasn't been dieting since they were like 13 years old. But it shocks me when I see a woman drink a full calorie soda or energy drink yeah i'm like what you realize there are options available right but then i'm like well i'm being crazy she knew what she wanted it was the full sugar energy drink or diet coke like there was no options here and the only reason i thought it was funny was because this was when i was still working at camp and i had to go into her cabin to get something and next to her bed there was like 10 empty diet coke bottles like I was like whoa (laughs) that's what when people like you know when people go online and they do this thing where they're like I just can't gain weight no matter what like always some girl like I'm so sick of being skinny and it's like okay this is a genuine problem but I feel like you're bragging online right now um it's like okay so just buy a case of juice and buy a case of milk yeah well like like, my ex had that problem i don't yeah but you can literally there are skinny dudes who are like on the internet who are drinking a gallon of milk a day like you why don't they drink insure instead of a gallon of milk i don't know i guess it's maybe like a money thing i guess a gallon of milk must be pretty expensive though yeah but a gallon of insure has got to be more expensive you wouldn't need a gallon though because it's calorically dense that's true. It's like for people who have like can't eat. <laughs> yeah, who are like need hospital. <laughs> yeah. My ex was trying to gain weight and she would eat uh like a bowl of ice cream every morning for breakfast and I was like, "Why don't we just eat real food?" Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be more effective. We could eat real food all day and then eat ice cream for dessert and then maybe we wouldn't have weird food habits. I mean, that was her whole thing, but like I was like, girl, I don't know the about fu- that. The funniest thing is when someone sort of heals from their eating disorder is in their anorexic and then they start eating, but like they spend their entire life still having weird food habits and you're like, so you never really approached becoming a normal eater. Yeah, like, that was this person, like, her whole thing was that she wasn't anorexic anymore, but her food habits were, like, insane. Right, like, if you if you still can't sit around a table with other people and eat a meal, like, you're on the way. Like, if you can't eat what everybody else is eating. (laughs) Yeah, or you have certain foods you have to eat at the same time, and, like, don't get me wrong, I eat pretty much... mostly the same foods every day because it's easy and that's what yeah. I like um but like if you're like if I don't have you know half a cup of oatmeal and three eggs at 9 a.m every single day my world is gonna end it's like you gotta we're still got some shit to work through yeah you're not there yet <laughs> <laughs> anyways should we talk about stuff yeah one thing i want to say really quickly mm-hmm. everybody knows that i'm addicted to looking at apartments because i'm nosy and like to know what other people's apartments look like mm-hmm. and i am having the good fortune right now of two people in my life trying to move which means that i get to look at so many apartments <laughs> that's a disease <laughs> i i went through a phase of looking at houses online and then I was like what if I never have enough money to be a homeowner and then that killed that phase real quick for me all I know is I'm never (laughs) living in Ontario again really next time I move I'm moving to Gatineau yeah it's so cheap there's no reason come to the dark side dude yeah there's no reason to be living here the thing about living in Quebec is like I would have to work so little and still be able to cover my expenses. Like, I wouldn't necessarily have a lot of money over top. No, but, like, but you knowing, knowing that I'd be able to skate by, no problem, barely working, is really a stress reliever. Yeah. 
Definitely. And also awesome considering that my boyfriend and I are both trying to, in the long term, not have to have, like, a real job. Of course. <laughs> I love that people are like, um, taking on so much risk being a landlord and it's like, oh, yeah. Okay, don't do it then. so hard to have enough money to own more than one house. Well, it's like, okay, <laughs> don't do it then. No one's forcing you to. Yeah, everyone that I know that is, like, has been landlord is just, like, um, always, like, ugh, tenants are the fucking worst. It's like, okay, so stop renting. I don't, like... <laughs> I'm a good tenant, so, like, I don't understand that. Like, not everybody could be a bad tenant. I'm a, I'm a pretty good tenant, too, I think. Like, I mean, the rent always gets paid on time, and I don't do any serious damage to the house. I don't yeah. know what else makes someone a good tenant, I guess. I'm a quiet. Like, nobody's ever complained about me. Yeah, that's where I drop the ball a little bit. <laughs> 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 Shit gets silly in the house, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm just going to grab more wait- coffee. Okay hard to tell if they're just like talking really loud at each other or if they're fighting the worst thing about fighting is like i'm always the louder person regardless Ugh. of who i'm regardless of who i'm fighting with generally yeah. and then the other person is like be quiet you're embarrassing me and that only makes me angry that makes me so mad me too <laughs> it's like that's never the right thing to say it's going up three octaves if you say that to me <laughs> literally <laughs> Oh, that ring, makes you mad? Ring the fucking alarm, bitch. <laughs> Wait, shit, I've been paused this whole time. Uh, I'm back Did now. The pause? only thing I... No, I didn't. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah. So I can just cut yeah. that whole section out. I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be so bad to line up. <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. All right. Oh, another bit development in my life. Sorry, before we start talking about stuff, is I used my Christmas money. So last time I said I used my Christmas bonus from work to buy a kettlebell. Yeah. And a weighted vest. I used my (laughs) Christmas money for my family members to buy a bunch of miniature baking supplies. Yes. A new development in my life is I decided that I want to have dessert every day or almost every day. That's good. So you make little ones now? Yeah, because the problem is, if I make a whole thing, there's only two of us, and Mike doesn't really have a sweet tooth, and desserts only keep for, like, a tart or a cake or whatever, only keep for, like, three or four days, usually. Yeah. So I'm wasting food, because, like, I'll eat one maybe two pieces a day he'll eat like two pieces like in total Mm. and then there's like at least a quarter of the thing left that I have to trash and I just can't do it so I think what I'm gonna do is try to scale down recipes so that I can make like you know half a cake or like four smaller tarts as opposed to one big one That'll be an interesting experiment to see if they scale well. I I think it'll be okay as long as I just do it in, like, even increments. Yeah. You know, as long as I always just, like, half the recipe as opposed to trying to get fucking weird with it, you know? When it's like, like, oh, no, I'm going to have to use half an egg. Yeah, then you, that shit gets a little bit out of hand when there's, like, uneven <laughs> amounts of stuff. But I bake by weight, so it's, like, pretty easy yeah. to scale recipes up or down. And also, like, for something like tarts or, like, cakes, once I figure out how much batter or, like, pie dough to make, I can just make as much filling as I really want, right? True. Like, that that part isn't, isn't hard to scale. It's more about, like, figuring out the recipe like one time yeah that's true i don't know if that's like decadent but like i'm i'm not working right now so i'm just this is how i'm spending canadians tax dollars is by making (laughs) making gourmet food every day that's good (laughs) whatever whatever blows your hair back right (laughs) (laughs) is that a saying (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I don't know. It's something someone says in Deadpool hunting. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, let's talk about things. Yeah. Stuff. Kanye West, Kim Kardashian divorce. Yeah, what's, what happened with that? That was announced yesterday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, it's been coming for a long time, I think. I mean, yeah. I think the relationship was kind of strange from the beginning. I feel uh, like they tried it because he got her pregnant. Probably. You know? I can't, I can't possibly do the timelines, but I think, yeah, maybe they were dating relatively casually and then, you know, maybe she got pregnant or something. I'm not entirely sure. I think there are a lot of, like, Tanya and Kim truthers who would say that they were, like, genuinely in love, but I think that their relationship was more aesthetically appealing than anything else. Maybe they were. I, I mean, can't maybe. really say. Who's but also, know? it's one of those things where it's, like, I can't get, I'm not good with celebrities, but I especially can't get much off, especially Kim. I think she's boring. She seems like she has no personality. I don't think that she's stupid, but she seems like she has no personality. So, and it seems like Kanye has obviously, like, been kind of going downhill with his mental health for a long time. Yeah. So presumably that's obviously putting a strain on the relationship, and I think a lot of his antics were probably pretty embarrassing for her, unfortunately. Well, I can't imagine having to, like, manage that and also have, like, three children to take care of, you know? Four children. And, like, I know that she probably... Four children, right. And I know that she probably has a lot of help, but still... Yeah, but it's still, like, the father of your children. It's one thing if he's no longer married to you. It's still kind of embarrassing, though. But the father of your children is is gallivanting, doing all this stuff. Like, it's really sad for Kanye, but of course, like, it's not going to be easy for Kim. Yeah. And, like, okay, you have help with the kids, but, like, there's nothing you can really do about him, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, you still are living with the knowledge that you have basically no control over what he does and then your children are gonna grow up and have to like find out about their father's like antics when they grow up yeah and he's so clearly just like he's off the rails he's off the rails and the problem is like when people are rich and famous they're always surrounded by enablers yeah people are like whatever you don't have to take your medication it's like a Whitney Houston situation, right? Where, like, mm-hmm. all of her family members just wanted to keep her on drugs because they wanted to take advantage of her and get her to tour and then basically, like, save off her money, right? Exactly. So they cared more about being parasitic than they did about her health and well-being. What she needed to do was stop touring and get rehab, right? Yeah. Um, But... Like, with Kanye, you would imagine that there's probably a bunch of, like, yes men around him, too, right? Even though, genuinely, what he needs is help. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he has lots of people around him who are like, yeah, man, you're a genius. Like, he's delusional. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, And I think that, like, I just don't think it's a surprise. No. To anyone, but I think everyone was kind of hopeful that, like, he would turn it around. I mean, yeah, like, I feel like he's been just kind of on a steady downward spiral for, like, years, but it's just gotten so bad in the last two that it's kind of hard to ignore now. Her relationship life has been really, like, tumultuous in general. I know she married Chris Humphreys or whatever his name was, basically for like a made-for-tv publicity stunt and they were married for like 73 days or something oh yeah i forgot about that but she like there was the ray j thing of course and then there was she dated reggie bush and then it was um chris humphreys and then now Kanye west yeah that's not a great track record oh my god i can't believe people said that he was fucking jeffree star that's just really classic do you think that's true no. I don't either. I don't I wouldn't be surprised if he fucks with dudes or they's or whatever Jeffree Star is identifying as. 
Yeah, but, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't think it's Jeffree Star. I don't think it's Jeffree Star. <laughs> I think people just threw that in the mix because Jeffree Star did get caught fucking some other um, declaredly uh, heterosexual pseudo-famous black guy, right? Isn't Jeffree Star famously, like, pretty racist? Yeah, but that doesn't mean he doesn't fuck black guys. I know, I'm just surprised anyone would fuck him. <laughs> oh, well, you. I think that th- that's kind of a, a thing that happens, is that there's always um, people of a certain race who, like, fuck people who are racist but still are willing to have sex with them as, like, fetish objects. I guess, yeah. Like, all the girls posting, uh, you've definitely seen this type of post, but, like, the girls who are at the BLM protests being, like, um, don't open your mouth for black dick and then keep it shut on black issues. Oh, my God. Did you see those signs? They no, were like there were a bunch. So... There were a bunch of girls at the protests holding signs saying, like, I love black dick. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Right? And it's like... <laughs> that's like... Wow! If, that's like if, like, girls went to some sort of, like, gay rally and were like, don't let girls eat your pussy when you're mad at your boyfriend and, like, not, like... <laughs> and not care about human rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pride because I ate pussy once in college. Like that happens. Come on, guys. I'm gay. Okay. Can we briefly? Okay. I gotta derail this for like one okay. second. Also, I don't. For the record, I obviously don't care about interracial dating. I think people that care, like who get mad at black guys for dating white women or get mad at white guys for dating Asian women or vice versa or whatever are so stupid. It's like, okay, yeah, let's just do woke segregation. Yeah, oh my god. It doesn't serve to help anybody. All interracial relationships are like inherently problematic and like have power imbalances. It's like, okay, so let's uh, make them illegal again. What do you want? Yeah, what do you want? How is this going to help anybody? <laughs> you're right, you're right. I think in the future everyone's going to be beige. That's... <laughs> <laughs> A dark beige. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to weed out those nasty, uh, recessive genes, you know? Blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a big white supremacist thing that they're like... Do you want to get rid of women that look like this and it's just some redhead with blue eyes? (laughs) (laughs) Dating people with blue eyes is like a power imbalance thing, though, because like they have recessive genes, right? Yeah, that's why I only date straight men. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Straight, you're here to hear first. If you have blue eyes, you're gay. Um, (laughs) Having blue eyes is a female trait. You can't deny that. So is being an adult blonde? Yeah. yeah actually, I don't think it's... I think it's kind of weird to be a blonde even as an adult female. I gotta be real. <laughs> it, if it didn't come out of a bottle, you know? Right, just naturally. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insidious. My mom got mad at me because my, my niece, as I think we mentioned last week, is uh, has red hair. Yes. Um, and she... I was like, oh no, when she gets older, someone's going to have to teach her how to fill in her eyebrows. <laughs> I was like, why would you comment on the fact that a two-year-old doesn't have eyebrows? <laughs> and you were like, I don't know. I know. Listen, I'm just saying I hope she gets the help she needs. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, um... What was I going to say? Something about people being at Pride, but now I can't remember. Oh. People being at Pride because they fucked a girl. Yeah, I just don't think you should go to Pride if you're, like, currently in a heterosexual relationship. Okay. I just, I don't like Pride in general. like, (laughs) Like, if you're a cis person who is in 
a heterosexual relationship, I don't care about your sexual past. I think right. it's strange to be at Pride with your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I've never enjoyed going to Pride anyways. I'm sure I've said that before, but, like, yeah. to me, I'm like, what is this for? What are we doing right now? It's so divorced from, like, gay issues. Pride is about seeing people you never wanted to see wearing the least amount of clothing possible. It's kind of like OnlyFans. That <laughs> OnlyFans <laughs> is pride for straight people. Dude, the amount of people... My boyfriend's timeline is a lot worse for it, not because he's like specifically following people who make porn online, but like he's part of the hardcore community. So it's like a big thing, like a lot of like SVS, uh, like thoughts are following following him, and it's like even in my fucking timeline, like if you're naked, I gotta hit the mute. Like that's that's how that's I feel, it. and I know we've that's said it before, it. but it's like I don't care, I don't want to see it. It literally wouldn't even matter if it was my friend. Actually, it might be worse if it was my friend. <laughs> Ugh. Just, like, you on know. the regular account? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I don't think any of my friends post no- nudes or lewds on main, though, so it's, like, not really an issue, I guess. But like, sh- To me, that's not, a cry for help. I can just not follow your, like, OnlyFans account. Of course, that's fine. Yeah, that's you allowed. Know? Or follow and then mute your OnlyFans account for the support. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you think... Tell me what you think. Someone was, like, asking me whether it's, like, weird to, like, pay for their friends' OnlyFans to, like, support them. And I'm like, I don't know. If I was struggling for money, I wouldn't want my random friend to just be like, here's $5. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. I don't think it's... I don't, I don't think, think it's appropriate. It's normal. I don't think it's appropriate. No. Was it a... Was it a can you give me any more context? I don't remember who I was having the conversation with, but it was someone was it who a was man? like... I think it was a girl, but to me, I was like, this is, like, male mentality, but, like, the men that are doing it aren't really doing it to be supportive. They're doing it because they want to see your ass. Yeah, I don't care why they say they're doing it. They're still paying to see you naked. They just want to see your ass. They can see you naked if they want to. It's not like they're giving you $5 with for nothing in return. Yeah. And like, if I don't you know. want to support your friend monetarily, I don't think paying for their OnlyFans is the same thing as, like, buying their art. Or yeah, going, it's not. Or going to their restaurant or whatever the fuck they do, I don't know. Send them a Starbucks gift card. Literally, pay for it next time you guys don't get a fucking coffee or food to death yeah. or something. If you really want to give your friend money directly or wait for an occasion and give them a gift, like, I don't understand, <laughs> like... I don't either. To me, it's not appropriate. I don't think it's appropriate either. And I, I, you know, sex work is work, but at the end of the day, it's like supporting somebody's sex work business is not the same as supporting their vanilla business, unfortunately. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't pay my friend who's like a full service sex worker to like fuck me. Like, that's like not appropriate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, literally. Okay, so if OnlyFans girls are, are sex workers, if we're going to put that on the table. If we're saying that um, OnlyFans girls are sex workers, I would not pay any of my friends who are sex workers to provide a service for me. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's pretty much the, the yeah. cut and dry <laughs> argument. I feel like I had this discussion w- with somebody once, but we were joking around. Mm. I'm not going to dots who it was on the pod, but I'll tell you after. Okay, please um, do. Because I don't we remember who I had this conversation with. And I remember, like, really thinking about it and being like, I don't know what I think. But I, I was like, no, it's uh, to me, it's not appropriate and I would not do it. Also, <clears throat> oh, this is going to make haters mad and I'm sorry. You guys know I support, like, okay. This is, <laughs> you guys know I support sex workers. Um, that doesn't mean I liked sex work. Um, no, but I don't think that putting things in your ass is a particularly artistic pursuit. No, it is a job. It is a job like fucking dicing onions or raking gravel. You know, it's a job that people do, but it's not the same as like commissioning an art piece from your friend or something. No. 
or like buying an item of clothing from their band merch or something. No, it's not the same. I'm also, sorry, but if Aya had an OnlyFans, I think I would be embarrassed if my friends subscribed. Well, that's the thing. I'd I would be like, want it. I'd be like, technically, you're allowed, but I'm going to ask you to not, and I will refund you the five dollars if you really yeah, want me to. Yeah, and I'm probably not going to talk to you anymore. Yeah, because that really changes. <laughs> that really changes things, you know. Yeah. It's like, this has really opened the door to know which one of your friends actually secretly jerks off to you, which if you're friends with a lot of people who, like, have an orientation towards your, uh, like, your type of person is not something you ever want to find out. Like, I happen to be friends with, like, a lot of heterosexual men, right? Yeah, we don't need to know. I know that all of them or most of them sort of want to fuck me, but I don't need to have that information on paper. No, and, like, the problem is that if you have that information, you can probably deduce who's jacked it to your, like, Instagram. Oh, God. Men you know what I mean? And, like, we don't need to know that. Literally. Or even if you're friends with, like, girls and you're a lesbian, it's like, you want to know which one of your friends want to have sex with you? Like, I think that kind of ruins things because the thing is, like, about being an adult is that you can choose to value somebody's company over your fleeting, like, biological drive to procreate with them. Well, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm sure most people have, like, wanted to fuck one of their friends at some point because why would you be friends with someone who you didn't, like, value for a variety of different reasons. Some of my best friends in the world, our friendship probably started because I had some stupid little crush on them. Same, but it's but like yes, you get over it. But it's like, it's years later and it's like I value them so much as a person that I'm happy that I never acted on that, you know? Because it's like, how many people are around that I w- was romantic with? Not a lot. You know? Yeah, well, it's like, what are you going to do? Have sex with them and then it's going to be weird forever, you know? Yeah. It's like, or you can just keep your romantic and your friendship pursuits separately. And then if you're blessed like me, one day you can marry your best friend. (laughs) Stay blessed. Stay blessed, everyone. And I also, for the record, I don't mean that, like, I don't mean to be exclusionary when I say that, like, you know, your value, if you choose to have sex with your friends, you're valuing, like, a biological imperative to procreate above, like, you know, like, a lasting, mutually supportive relationship. I don't mean that, I still think that lesbians and gay people, like, queer people in general even if they can't technically make children together, I still think that the reason why they want to is because they're driven by a biological drive to reproduce. Of course. Your wires are just different. Your brain isn't computing two pussies doesn't make babies. When I have sex with a woman, I'm trying to get her pregnant. That's not the point. (laughs) Just because I can't doesn't mean I won't keep trying. Exactly. (laughs) It's like when two boy dogs hump each other at the dog park what do they you think they think they're doing they're not maybe i don't know i think they're trying to get each other pregnant that's okay that's fine they can do that they're fixed anyways (laughs) that's true anytime a dog humps basically it's like not getting anyone pregnant anyways like we're not gonna stop letting men have sets just because they've been snipped or whatever no that would be cruel imagine Do you, do you still come after you have a vasectomy? I don't know why you would know this. I don't know. You do. Though. You do? Okay. Yeah, there's just no sperm in it. Okay, but a liquid still comes out. Yeah. But does it look the same? I don't know. It probably looks a little bit different. Okay. Well. <laughs> but, like, cum is, like, the vessel for sperm, right? So, like, that'll still happen, but there's no sperm in it. Right, so if you at least if you looked at it under a microscope, it wouldn't look the same. Yeah, exactly. Well, that really is going to ruin my microbiologist come microscope role play. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Dwayne Stacy Spider Man thing, you guys wouldn't understand. Um, oh my god. <laughs> 
Anyways, should we talk about uh, the finance minister stepping down? Yeah. Okay. So, Rod Phillips, who's the finance minister in Canada, had to resign from his job this week because he was caught out going on a Caribbean vacation during COVID, which is obviously extremely unethical, and we are... For some reason, still holding our politicians to a different standard of behavior than regular citizens who are also still traveling, but reasonably, we should be doing that. Um, So anyways, he has had to step down due to a resulting outcry. (laughs) I think it's so funny that he went on vacation and then was like, nobody's more disappointed in me than me. And then everyone was like, retire, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nobody's more disappointed in me than me. It's like, okay, abuser. <laughs> Literally. I was like, I've heard that before. You dumb bitch. Oh my god. I'd, Isn't that so like, funny? Like, in a circumstance where you're a fi- finance minister or something, here's the thing that I don't understand about regular people. is like, a bunch of people that I follow on Instagram who for the most part our business owners are mm. have been traveling and it's like why would you talk about it if you know that this is not going to play well right now like you can yeah. just, people can't do shit without posting about it it's like when we were talking about like, last week, no docs, but someone was talking about how <laughs> they, sorry, they were like, they're not eating meat. This is a big thing that happens, right? Someone's not, oh, has, has said that they're not eating meat, and then they eat meat, and they post about it, and then they do this whole apology, and, like, explaining that they just, like, ate meat this one time, or whatever, and it's like, you can just eat meat and not post about it. But or you could not eat meat and not post about it. Yeah. Or <laughs> it's like if your whole thing has been being vegan or vegetarian, whatever, and you decide to make a permanent change to not being like that, you can also tell people that if you don't want people to be fucking weird about it when you eventually post some fucking meat or something so that everyone's not like, I thought you were vegan, whatever. Right? Yeah. That's still gonna happen. But it's like you can do stuff if it's just like a thing that you're doing a handful of times or whatever, you can do stuff without posting about it. Like Pe- the internet doesn't have to be in all of your fucking business, right? And it's like if I was traveling right now, which I wouldn't, because first of all, I never travel because I don't have money. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Second of all, um, just that's the thing. I'm like, it. how much money do these bitches normally look. have? Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I'm saying I'm noting the fact that it's mostly business owners because I'm saying, first of all, these are some of the only people who have money right now. True. Second of all, a lot of these people have online businesses, so they're not really suffering. Yeah, it is a bad in, look. In general. But also, like, it's like if you're going to do something that you know is not only unethical right now, but also is kind of like unfair to all these people who are trying their hardest to follow the role the rules and who don't have any extra money right now and can't do anything nice can't leave the country can't even really fucking leave their house like it's just such a bad fucking look and like i i would never tell on myself like that well i wouldn't do it but like if i was going to yeah i wouldn't tell on myself like that right well, it's like whereas this guy didn't really have the option i'm sure he did tell on himself too but it's like obviously the canadian public has a vested interest in this sort of thing so if you're a politician you can't do whatever you want because people are gonna find the receipts even if you don't post about it. <laughs> People are just, like, addicted to posting, though. It's, like, when you see someone post about how they're, like, in the hospital, like, they'll, like, post, like, a picture of their, like, hospital bracelet or whatever. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Drama. Yeah. Like, no, I don't need to know. The only funny hospital post of all time was when uh, that chick was posting pictures of her, uh, was, like, high on painkillers and posting pictures of her ass on the hospital. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Do you remember that post? That was yeah. so funny. 
That was good. Um, yeah, I, I just like. I don't understand. You don't have to publish. You can tell the internet whatever you want, but you don't have to publicize all of your life choices. You know what I mean? I bothered telling the internet that I stopped drinking because people were always making weird comments about drinking on my yes and using drugs. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't want that. (laughs) Right? Well, this is something that I found out because... I guess, like, they legally can't stop Canadians from traveling because it's in our constitution, like, freedom of movement. So, like, they can't be, like, nobody's allowed to leave the country. Oh, my God. Unless they enact war measures, which is, like, to me, if I was the prime minister, I would enact the war measures. But, like, people get mad when you do that, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, I see that's so funny because I didn't understand why international travel was open this whole time. They can't stop it. You can only rely on other countries closing their borders to prevent people from going to that country. Like we closed our borders to the US for a while, right? But yeah. All we can do is rely on other countries to say like you're not allowed to come here. Well, I, I would better. enact the war measures personally. Do better. Honestly, it's un- it's like unprecedented times. Yeah. I don't really care. People are mad because there's, um, there's a curfew where I live now, which is just been put in. So you can't oh, leave the house good. between 8 p.m. and 4 a.m. or something like that. Which, like, listen, guys, I really do not be leaving the house after 8 p.m. right now anyways, unless I'm, like, crossing the street to get a diet code at the gas station. Yeah, like, where are you going? Um, nowhere. Um, <laughs> but it's, like, and it's a $6,000 fine if you get caught, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming there are obviously exceptions for people who work night, night shifts and things like that. Oh, yeah. But, like... People are so mad about it, and it's like, yeah, well, when are you assholes socializing in other people's houses? <laughs> like, obviously, it makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And people, like, there was a gathering. People got caught. It's also illegal to have a gathering where I live right now. And oh it's yeah, on New Year's Eve, fine. people got fined, right? Yeah, people. There's a video of cops dragging people. <laughs> out of somebody else's house and apparently one of the guys punched a cop in the face which is funny but there was a problem with that though because the police officers weren't wearing masks when they showed up oh that's and just then truly classic they tried to claim that the mask got punched off the cop's face mm, which is okay. like i don't believe that i've never i see police officers every single day because of the neighborhood that i live in and they are, are they never wearing, wearing masks, masks. they're Why never they wearing masks, masks? Yeah, I know. One time, but, I was in... But is it true that they're not allowed to wear masks? Because I've no. seen a bunch of shit that's, like, cops don't wear masks. Uh, no, that's not true. They are, they can. Okay. They just don't. Like, okay. I was in the ER a few months ago. I had to get a CT scan on my head. And yeah. there was cops there with someone who was, like, in custody. And yeah. they weren't wearing masks in the in ER. The hospital? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Wow. That's just really good behavior. Yeah, like, why do you have the right to basically use biological warfare? Like, how do I know you don't have COVID? My problem is that it's like, okay, I don't like cops, but I'm, I veer towards the side of agreeing with relatively what some would consider authoritarian measures in order, like... To maximize the public good. Like, yeah. I don't have a problem with people being fined for having gatherings. No, that's fine. Or for, like, having a curfew or anything like that. I don't have a problem with, like, people enforcing actual lockdown. And I think they should have done it harsher and earlier and longer right in the beginning, like they did in places like New Zealand, where they don't have a pandemic anymore. Uh, (laughs) But uh, other people are are a lot more attached to, I think, kind of like their individualism and their personal freedoms. Their their perception of personal freedom. 
like, I can do whatever I want in my house. And it's like, you can do whatever you want in your house. Other people can't. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I really don't have a problem with that. But I think other people tend to think it's kind of a, a slippery slope. But I genuinely don't think that there, like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist when it comes to COVID at all. No. I don't think that there's really, like, an authoritarian bent about this whole thing, aside from really trying to protect the public from themselves, because regardless of what's going on, the people are refusing to follow the regulations. And I still think that, like, workplaces should be banned from having people come in in person and things like that, obviously. Oh my god, yeah. <clears throat> but, and I don't, I don't believe in making exceptions for businesses, but I still think that since we know that numbers are so reliant on people just following rules that haven't really been enforced, the only way to change that is to enforce them. I mean, yeah, like people aren't doing it otherwise. And I don't think that this is like an excuse to control citizens more or whatever because clearly people aren't gonna let it happen yeah definitely. you know and i think sophia kind of made a good point uh last week when she uh at internet daughter if anyone follows her but she said last week like numbers will continue to go up because the people who care and who have been responsible this whole time literally guys aside from going to work like the people who are doing their absolute best have been doing it this whole time that's true like didn't the only people who are continuing to be super spreaders are people who cannot be contained by moral reasoning rules and regulations or concerns for themselves or others (laughs) like those are the same people who have been doing this shit the entire time it's not because people are getting tired like you cannot change the behavior of these people until you make what they are doing illegal sorry i think that's fash i don't care (laughs) if i was in charge of administering the vaccine i would give it to instagram thoughts first yeah okay that's so interesting because people are like i also saw somebody else post like give the vaccine to super spreaders first i think it was um calf yeah. On Twitter, but give the vaccine to super spreaders first. And then other people were doing like weird moral arguments about how you shouldn't give it to those you people to like punish, people for that behavior. punish. Yeah, punishing them for doing. But it's like from a utilitarian perspective, these are the people that we already know are going to be disregarding the rules and fucking socializing and shit and traveling anyway. So yeah, obviously do Think harm about reduction and how give them much the fucking shit they're doing. Think about yeah. how much shit they're doing that they're not posting about. Dude, yeah. Like, I get it. I get that it's like shitty to be like, oh, this person could get a vaccine before me because they're a bigger problem. But it's like, yeah, they're a problem. Yeah, it's like... Uh, Neutralize well, the problem. It's people who are punishment-minded, right? Yeah. Like, there's no... They're unable to go beyond their... It's like the same people who are like, people need to go to jail for X amount of time and suffer because they did a bad thing. It's like, you can think that, but is sending someone to jail for X amount of time because they didn't follow a rule, really a solution that's going to get them to not do that again? No, in most cases, right? So it's like, is the solution to making this person not spread COVID punishing them by not letting them get the vaccine? No, because they're still going to just do what they already did again. (laughs) Like, it's like doing the same thing over and over again but expecting different results yeah exactly and like i don't know it is the same people who are punishment minded like they're probably the same people who are like oh like we shouldn't be giving the vaccine to people in prisons first and it's like well do you know how many people let's say you don't care about prisoners which like personally i do but if you don't think about how many people work in the correctional system yeah i mean That's like saying that you shouldn't give... Well, I mean, it's different because people think that prisoners are not humans. 
were bad humans, so then they don't deserve <laughs> to live or have health. Yeah. Uh, which are fundamentally two of the most important human rights. But um, it's like saying don't give it to people who live in old age homes because they're old, they're just going to die anyways. It's like, no, we obviously have to prioritize the people who live in close proximity to other people first. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, and also all of the start- people who interact with those people yeah so we will be starting i would hope obviously we're starting with frontline workers like we'll yeah. be starting with healthcare workers and hopefully you know like long-term care patients and prisoners and people who work in prisons because those are the people who are who are just like at a high risk of spreading because they have been crammed into these environments like fucking sardines yeah exactly and it's like we need a certain amount of the population to be vaccinated in order to for it to work right so it's like why wouldn't you hit all of these numbers that are like easy like it's really easy to to vaccinate these people because well frontline workers it's like most of them work in facilities where you have easy access to the infrastructure to vaccinate people but also none of these people are going anywhere also, it's I, easy. Have a, I have a really bad take, but it's okay. unfortun- unfortunately, I think it's a good point. Okay. You can really drive up the numbers of how what percentage of people are going to be vaccinated yeah. by vaccinating populations that can't say no. I know, and that's <laughs> like, horrible, but it's like true. not letting healthcare workers come to work if they don't get vaccinated. Yeah, Obviously, exactly. Old, old people, like long-term care patients and prisoners don't really have control over what medical procedures are done like it's just it's unethical but it's like okay well let's just fucking knock out 10 percent of the population (laughs) right there and then hope that 55 percent of other people do the right thing yeah plus you can't vaccinate all the workers that interact with those people and not vaccinate those people or think about what percentage, not including the children of anti-vaxxers, think about what percentage of the population are under 18 and, and can't therefore say no. can't say no either. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We need more people who can't say no. Who have no rights. <laughs> That's the problem. The theme of this episode is I think people have too many rights and we got to start rolling them back, baby. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you already knew where I was going, but you were like, don't say it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's true, though, you know? Well, if we know that we need conservatively 60 to 65% of people to get vaccinated for it to even work. And like, honestly, schools are a really good way of doing that because you shouldn't be allowed to go back to school unless you've been vaccinated. And sorry, they're not going to keep the school from home infrastructure forever. Like, you're going to have to get vaccinated. Your kid's going to have to get vaccinated. That's that's one part of why, like, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I don't understand why people are getting mad about... Uh, people are getting mad about things that haven't even happened, which is just classic. They're just picturing imaginary things to get mad about, but people are picturing... And this very well may happen, that, like, in order to travel or something, you'll have to show proof that you've been vaccinated. That's fine. Or whatever, which is fine. But it's, like, kids already literally cannot enroll in any public school system, at least in Canada, without showing their vaccination records. Like, children are not allowed to go to school if they haven't been vaccinated. So why can't we just add another vaccine to that list? Yeah, that seems fine. Kids are already being vaccinated for fucking, you know, measles, tuberculosis, whatever else, right? The problem is that so many people get away with not vaccinating, though, because they just cite, like, religious reasons. Literally suck me off. So then your kid can't come to school then. If your t- kid is too religious to get vaccinated, they're definitely too religious for to the be public, in public school, school system. Yeah. <laughs> It sucks that there are parents that are out there like that, but honestly, I I do care about, like, religious freedoms. I think that that's important. Yeah. But if you really want to practice your religious freedoms that hard, don't do it in public systems. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that's fair. If your kid wants to be a Jehovah's Witness, okay, we'll do it at home then. 
<laughs> no kid wants to be a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I know. No kid wants to be a Jehovah's Witness. The saddest news story, maybe not the saddest news story, but I don't go out of my way to do all like saddest news stories or anything. Um, but one of the more recent ones was uh, that kid who in Alberta who died because he was a type 1 diabetic and his parents oh, yeah. were Jehovah's Witnesses and they denied him insulin for his whole life and when he died he was like 15 and he weighed 37 pounds. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Yeah. They should go to prison, sorry, not to punish people, but they should go to prison for child abuse. Uh, I believe that it is in the works or possibly has been settled that they were ruled neglectful regardless of religious freedoms. Yeah. Good. I just, like, entwining medical beliefs with a religion is just so deeply evil to me. Like, the fact that Scientology was basically founded on the fact that L. Ron Hubbard was mentally ill and thus hated psychiatry. Yeah, oh my god. Scientology is so scary. Well, I mean, a lot of people have said it, but, like... People are like, so much tragedy has surrounded John Travolta. And it's like, I don't know if that much tragedy would have surrounded John Travolta if the members of his family had been able to have access to adequate medical care. Same with, well, it makes sense why Tom Cruise was so, like, attracted to Scientology because their whole thing is that they, like, don't believe in medication. And he's, like, famously been, like, medicated his entire life, including his childhood. Yeah. And is, like, clearly having some major issues. Yeah. Tom Cruise is one of those people... Okay. This is going to make me sound like not a mental health advocate. (laughs) You can tell he's batshit crazy from looking at his face. Yeah, you can. He is a crazy guy face. Men with too much teeth, you know, but not in a British way. Yeah. He's sharkish. He I don't just, know. Yeah, it's like all of the wrong muscles in his face have strength. <laughs> you know what I mean? When someone's muscles are too strong in the face. You know what we're going to bring? I said I was only going to be positive in 2021. I'd never said that, actually. But um, <laughs> I did not say that. A service that I think I'm going to provide people is I'm going to start nagging people more online. And I'm going to actually do them a favor and tell them when it's time to start doing Botox. That's a good idea, actually. That's a, I'm going to start replying to people's lady girls and gays it's a service i provide if you want to know if you need botox i will tell you (laughs) (laughs) some people are 21 and they post a picture of their forehead and i'm like girl (laughs) (laughs) like what is going on what has been going on (laughs) that is so weird like i don't think i'm gonna need botox for a long time no, um, I started getting Botox about every six months, like, two years ago, I think. Do you um, think it's detrimental if you start getting it too early? Like, if you start getting it before you have wrinkles? Yeah. There's no reason to, in my Yeah, opinion. it's a waste of money. Yeah. Um, I, and you don't know, if you start getting it before you get wrinkles you don't know what age you would start to get wrinkles right so it's like what if you're just paying to inject yourself for years when you wouldn't have to be right yeah there is such a thing as preventative but what i think is that the first time because obviously everyone can move their forehead and uh, i mean it's up for me but um (laughs) (laughs) people can raise their eyebrows and make lines right yeah of course And then sometimes even you'll see that, like, a little thing stays after. But I think the first time you should get Botox is when um, you notice a line staying for the first time. Like, you look in the mirror and you see a fine line when you're, like, at rest. 
Okay, either that's in, real. Either in between your... And I'm not counting really, like, your laugh lines, like, beside your eyes or whatever, because I think those are, like, more normal and really have nothing to do with age. Like, the ones under your eyes and kind of... Like, obviously, they get worse with age, but you know what I mean? I really mean, like, either the horizontal, like, surprise lines in your forehead or, like, the 11s, like, the frown lines, which I actually don't get yet because I'm famously a happy person. <laughs> I've never frowned once. I don't get frown lines yet, honestly, which is positive, I guess, but I do be making surprised face, so I do have Botox in my... And it's not as expensive as people think it is, either, which is why I don't understand. It's like, to me, it's worth like $150 a year to not have wrinkles, especially because it means your wrinkles won't be as bad in the long term because you just can't make the expression that creates the line yeah you're not going to have to get as much yeah exactly over time you don't have to get as much until you get significantly older and then you're just working against time right yeah one thing i would say it's never too early to start is uh like a a retinal treatment because that's literally for preventative Oh, yeah, that's true. You don't need to have wrinkles to do that, but it does also help with acne, which is like a young person. This is going to be a long episode. Maybe we should split it in half again. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Okay. Um...